friends! Welcome to the Link for Life podcast. I'm Alita. <laughs> <laughs> and who are you? I, I am Rodney, and we introduce ourselves like ten times on this podcast. Um, this is our cold opening. Um, Alita. <laughs> Alright, take two. Ready? Hey, friends! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's try that one more time. Alright. This is Link for Life Podcast, episode 23, cold opening, take three. (laughs) Just say roll that intro. Hey everybody, this is the Langford Life Podcast. This is a daily podcast about our lives. We're two people with a unique family, a unique love story, sharing our story with the world. Yes, we're here to help grievers overcome any obstacle, to bring balance, and to dare to dream bigger than ever before, and most importantly, believe that you can do anything. So join us every day as we laugh and talk (laughs) and discuss things going on and thoughts and ideas. Yes, because life is messy, friends. You got to laugh about it. Hey everybody, welcome into the Langford Life Podcast, episode number 23, on day 5 of the quarantine, is that right? I don't know what day it is. I've lost track. <laughs> the sun isn't shining, it rains all the time here in Tennessee, mm-hmm. and we're in quarantine. Yes. But life is good. Life's great. Life is great. So, we're, we're going to do a little podcast tonight, mm-hmm. and... Um, Alita's got lots of things to say, because she just uh, had her first day of homeschooling in a while. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and so, we're going to do a pop-up podcast. So, uh, a pop-up podcast is where I just spring a topic on Alita. She has no prior knowledge of this topic, prior to sitting down in the chair, and then she just gets to uh, spout her wisdom to everyone. So, tonight's topic... You spent a lot of time with the kids over the last week. Mm-hmm. A lot of time. Yeah. A lot of quality time. Yeah. Cooked a lot of meals. Yes. Had a lot of talks. Yeah. Did a lot of crafts. No crafts. No crafts. We don't do crafts. I don't craft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the pop up podcast question of the night is Alita Langford, mm-hmm. is parenting hard? <laughs> You're such a jackass. <laughs> Is parenting hard? Well, of course it is. It's, is I mean, it? Is Oprah it though? says it's the hardest job on the planet. Is it though? And Oprah is Oprah. Brain surgeons are pretty, you know, that's a pretty hard job. I don't think it's hard as parenting. You don't think so? Brain surgeons, you get to go home and sleep at night. Oh, okay. <laughs> Off the job, you know? All right, so your, your position is that parenting is hard. Yeah. All right, why? Why is it so hard? Um, I think it's just the... The uncertainty, the lack of control you have on knowing what to do or, you know, those kinds of things. But I love parenting, but it's hard. What aspects do you think are the easiest, the most enjoyable? Um, what do I think is the easiest? I think the easiest part is loving them, caring for them when they're hurt. Um, just... Taking care of their emotional needs is probably easier for me. Care of their emotional needs. Than their um, 
you know, just the basic needs mm-hmm. of, you know, cooking, cleaning, teaching them, you know, those toddler years are, are hard. <laughs> um, and then of course we've got a, an array of ages mm-hmm. and teenagers have just a different, a different set of needs, Yeah, you know? Okay. What aspects of parenting do you think are just brutal? Like you'd rather take a punch in the face and have to, <laughs> have to deal with it. Well, at this moment, snacks. Snacks. <laughs> snacks are good, tough. And knocks on the door when I'm ready for bed. Yeah. That that pretty much is like, yeah. I just need a little bit of time to, yeah. to breathe, yeah. you know? Or knocks on the door in the middle of the night. Yes. Which happens. happens. Yeah. Yes, it happens. Yeah. 100%. Well, let me ask you this. Okay, so we've got your, your positive, we've got your negatives. What... What aspects of parenting do you think are the most critical? Like if you had, if you could only be good at one aspect of parenting, what would that be? Would it be the emotional, the teaching, the training, life skills? What would, what would it be? Hmm. Well, I think looking back on my childhood, I feel like I would say, because it's the only lens I can look through uh-huh. to, to say that, I would say that the teaching and training probably brought me more value as far as being able to withstand a lot of trauma and still sort of come out the other side. You know, my dad had a very much a strong, a strong viewpoint on, on being a strong person, you know, showing up no matter what, going to your job, no matter what, you know, work hard. There's never an excuse. I, I mean, I was really raised that like, even, you know, when, when me and my sister, like when we got our, our cycles, like it was like motorcycles. No. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Never mind. I, don't I know get it. it. For this story, it's great. Um, that, you know, it was not an excuse. Like we never laid around, like some of my friends would get like the day off school or something. Not us. I mean, it was just, you know, life it, was, moves it forward. was life. Yeah. It's a life. It happens to 50% of yeah. the population. Um, and so. I feel like that's really prepared me. Now, my mom was an amazing um, mindset person. And so her emotional needs definitely helped me a lot too. Not her emotional needs, but her emotional teaching. So I guess I could say both, I feel like, are equally important. Well, I want the reason that I asked this question to Alita is I happen to think she is a wonderful parent. Um, she fills in my gaps perfectly, seamlessly. I am not very good at dealing with the emotional issues. Um, I, I also had a dad who was more um, direct mm-hmm. in his raising of me and my sisters. And I, I don't have the feel felt found skills that I would like to have when it comes to my kids. And a lot of times it's just, you know, rub some dirt on it and keep going. Mm-hmm. And Alita comes in there and I just basically ministers to these kids. And it's amazing to see. And just transformation that's taking place with, with our kids over these past few months have been absolutely amazing. But I'll tell a story on her. We met for lunch one day and um, had lunch, wonderful lunch, great lunch. What was it? It was a great lunch, great lunch. <laughs> and um, so we were leaving and you got in your car. You were driving your, um, your Escalade mm-hmm. at that time. And uh, she gets in her car and I start to start my truck up, but I take just a minute and I look over at her. And she is singing, which is not uncommon to see Alita singing, but she is 
reading a book. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe you're gonna tell me you were reading a book in the middle of a parking lot at one o'clock on a Wednesday. And were totally you, jamming out to music. Totally just, jamming out. Totally like, invested in this book. And tell the title of the book. Well, first of all, I want to say I thought you had left. I know the you did. Lot. It was so fun. This is when we were first getting together, and um, is that what we call it? First getting, getting together. together. First getting together because that sounds classy. That sounds like actually like from the twenties. What they would yeah. say. Well, I, I was gen- your gentleman caller. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yes. I don't know how to say it. Um, but it was funny because I thought he left the parking lot, and so I'm like totally like jamming out my head, <laughs> reading and reading this book. <laughs> I pulled out from the <laughs> in the middle of the book. Like it wasn't she was just starting the book. This, this woman had invested time. She was halfway through it. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the title of the book? Because I think it was the the science of the. Brain of the Child, right? The Science of the Brain of the Child. I think that was the title. <laughs> but that's what it was about. It was about the I'm look workings of a child's brain. Mm-hmm. And I was so impressed <laughs> that she was reading. And we got to talking about it. I don't know if you remember that night. We got to, I think we were messaging back and forth about mm-hmm. it. And you were telling me just about how much time that you had put into... The whole brain child. The whole brain child. Yes. That was it. Yes. And uh, by, who's that by? It's by Daniel Siegel. And what is the, tell a little bit about the book. I haven't read the book. Yeah, it's just basically 12 revolutionary strategies to nurture your child's development. So basically it kind of just gives you different stages of where they would be, um, different conversations you can have with the kids, and uh, just really kind of gives you an indication of what's kind of going on in there. Yeah. So like when we see things like, I've noticed um, with our 10-year-old Wyatt, he is, um, he'll, his personality is changing some, you know, he's getting more testosterone. Yeah. He's, he's one of the know, testosterone boys. Yes. He's sort of, you know, he's growing. Um, but like where things were, it's like they lack a little bit of common sense all of a sudden. It, and that's actually a brain development stage mm-hmm. where it's, they just, you know, it's part of their development. Yeah. And so, um, I think just me knowing that it's not, I'm not as quick to be like, dude, it's common sense where that would be. It's like, oh yeah, your brain's developing. So there's a little more grace there. And there's more grace for, you know, like our 13 year old and and then the 15 year old and realizing that their, their brains are really developing, growing. And it's, you know, it's just, I feel like it's just a really cool tool that I used to see a sort of silliness or Mm -hmm. annoying, but it's just true that, you know, it's like a puppy, you know, you, you train and teach a puppy and they grow and they, yeah. you know, learn all those, not that I'm comparing your children to dogs, but, um, it's okay. Our They're really, really nice dogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very expensive but, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but really it's kind of like, you know, if it's a tool in my tool belt to see, okay, I want to teach you the best way. And, and if I can teach something that I really believe in, I want to instill in them. And, and most of that would be, you know, to believe in themselves, to believe that they can do any, anything is possible yeah. and all those things. Well, I know you've, ta- you've told me about that, about the, the brains, like they're developing and it doesn't connect right away. Mm-hmm. It's not that they don't understand. It's, a, it's literally taking time for the passenger to catch the train. Yeah. And um, I know a lot of times in the past, I would just absolutely lose my cool with mm-hmm. Nolan and with Relin when they... It was like simple stuff they just wouldn't get. Mm-hmm. And I found myself, since you taught me about that, it's like just waiting a moment. And I see it with Wyatt a lot. You know, he'll he'll mm-hmm. stand there and he'll look at me 
and then the passenger catches the train. Yeah. And he's on. He, he's got it. Yes. And uh, that's helped me a whole lot with with Dawson, with Relin, with Gage, to watch that mm-hmm. passenger catch the train. Well, here's something interesting. Talking about dogs, <laughs> and I will say this is you know what do you call that a buy? What do you call that? Um, like a, like a disclosure, like a lawyer disclosure. Yeah, legal disclaimer. Yes, legal disclaimer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the I am opinions. not a dog whisperer or a parent guru, at all, but. When I had, I got a puppy one time. So, newsflash, when you're a single parent, <laughs> buying a puppy is not a good idea. We had a puppy for about seven weeks. My sister came to visit and was like, you know, that needs to go. She needs to go. And uh, I was like, you're right. I just couldn't do it. But anyway, long story short, I actually hired a dog trainer to come to our house. And she was going to train her to play hide and seek, y'all. Like, how fun is that? She would train the dog to play hide and seek. She's oh an amazing, amazing dog trainer. She's an amazing person. Why would you um, want a dog to play hide and seek? Why wouldn't you? It, but it was because like when you want to call him. Well, yeah, they would listen then, but it's only at okay. certain times. It's a special dog trainer. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Uh, but what she told me, I thought this was really interesting. And I think this is this can be true for humans as well. Not in the same way, but she said, you know, when a dog yawns. Yeah. That's them processing what they've just learned. What? Yes. And when they blink a lot, it's like. It's, it's part of them processing. <laughs> it's not, it's not, yeah, I'm going to look it up. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to fact check on that one. That one sounds suspicious. <laughs> uh, it could be completely true. But while she's, while we are, uh, we are efforting that fact, um, I will say this. I think you do an amazing job of listening and caring for our kids um, I think we are the right amount of care and, and hardness, I guess, you know, um, mm-hmm. and I know certainly with dealing with, with teenagers, um, I have been, uh, let's say abrasive to that. And just the talks that we've talked about, you, you are quick to tell me they're 15. They're a human boy who's 15 mm-hmm. years old and it just kind of resets in my mind it's like oh yeah he doesn't have everything figured out right now you know and just taking that one moment to ah, just process it you know makes a big difference okay yawning is a type of an appeasement gesture something also referred to as a calming signal okay so dogs yawn to deflect a threat or to um say that he feels anxious um and to process their thoughts you added that last one. Right there. <laughs> I did, but that was really cool. Anyway, it is cool. What did she tell me? Was it when their eyes? So blink? basically, when a dog yawns at you, they're being smug. They're just like, uh, yeah, it's like an eye roll for a dog. Dogs can't eye roll. You're right. Let me yeah. see this real fast. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, I guess uh, kind of bringing this this episode home. Uh, the pop-up podcast question was, is parenting hard? And Alita's response was, it's a slam dunk. It's like the easiest thing you've ever done. Right? Yes. Yes. No, um, I will tell you, this lady takes, it puts a lot of thought and care into raising our kids. So do you. Oh well, my gosh. Can I just take a minute and just brag on you that you are dad of the year? I mean, just so hands-on and so into teachable moments and... I love your work ethic with the kids. I just, I think it's amazing. Well, what you're doing you. is changing the future of our country. 
Well, it's a country that you're now a part of, so <laughs> I'd do it for you. Are you raising a president? I may be. I may be. But um, I think parenting is an is a extremely tough job. I think it is something that you are never prepared for. They send you home with this little uh, little blob of cells and, and matter that's you know crying and wants to be fed and changed, and no one gives you a manual for it, and there's five million manuals that you can get, and none of them are necessarily right and none of them are necessarily wrong and it's to me it seems like it's just something you just kind of find your <laughs> true north on and just go with it make a decision and move forward can i bring up the dog blinking yes <laughs> yes let's talk about dogs more <laughs> i don't know why this is cracking me up i mean it's just cracking me up okay so it says um so why do dogs blink it says certainly dogs will blink to moisten their lenses uh-huh. or to rid of a foreign substance. Okay, so we all yeah, know we all do that. Obvious. That's what eyelids are for. What I'm talking about blinking is a very intentional communication signal dogs use, and it's an incredibly positive one. So yeah. pay attention. Tippy, <laughs> blink twice if you're in danger. <laughs> okay, but he he says down here. This is good. He says. Um, so when you're when you're thinking about trying to be friendly to someone, you know, and if the dog's trying to exhibit friendly eye contact, it says the opposite of a stare, an affable blink. Yeah. I mean, really, when you think about it, if you're just staring at someone, it yeah. feels threatening. Yeah. But if you blink, it's friendly. I come in peace. But if you blink too no much, harm. it's weird. <laughs> so it's a fine line. I think that's, you know what, let's bring this home. <laughs> Blinking is a lot like parenting. If you... Don't blink <laughs> and concentrate too hard. You're scary. You're scary. You're threatening. If yeah. you blink too much, you become <laughs> was it like a helicopter parent? You're blinking too much, and you're, you're you got to find the right amount of blinking when you're parenting. I think that's so. Friends, blink much, but not too much. <laughs> absolutely. All right. All right. Okay. I think that's good, don't you? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we taught them about we taught uh, uh, about blinking. Uh, about parenting, about dog yawns, and uh, I think that's probably enough. You're welcome, San Diego. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, uh, I got a favor to ask. Um, we are doing this uh, experiment here in the month of March, and uh, it's been a crazy month with the storms and the virus and everything. But we are we are making uh, our promise good. We are uh, broadcasting or broadcasting podcasting. Um, <laughs> Every day. Why are you laughing at? You said I'm doing a heartfelt message here. I'm sorry. Um, but we uh, we really want to know if you guys like the daily shorter podcast or the weekly longer podcast. And uh, we're just trying to do an internal poll to figure out what we need to do and what um, what our audience and our community uh, would like us to provide. And we do thank you so much. We are growing every week. Uh, we are growing ob- obviously. Um, I don't obviously is the right word, but we are growing by leaps and bounds according to uh, Anchor FM, which we do our podcast through. So if you wouldn't mind just um, when we post this if, in the comment section, just let us know if you like the daily or if you like the weekly. Uh, you won't offend us either way, but we would like to know. And uh, you can find us, uh, like I said, on Facebook under Langford Life Podcast or under Alita Langford. And then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram under Langford Life Podcast. You can email us at langfordlifepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Um, we love getting questions and comments. And um, also, we are on all the major podcast platforms uh, through Anchor FM. And I think that's it. Is that it? 
That's it. That's it. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this. Please do, join us on Sunday night for Lita Sunday Night Singing, and we will talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>